Greetings from somewhere south of London. I'm your hostess, Fiorella Nash, sometimes known by my nom de plume, Fiorella de Maria. I'm a writer of history, mystery and crime fiction, but most of all, I am an incorrigible bibliophile. It is wonderful to be making a programme about pretty much my favourite subject, books. I'm back all the way from Misty Albion, bringing you the all-new Fiorella Files, in which I will discuss books classic and contemporary, or just books I've read and to which I've taken a bit of a fancy. There will be yet more books that you should read, just might enjoy reading, and really don't want to touch with the proverbial 11-foot barge pole. I can't promise any longer that it'll be once a month, but every so often I hope to coax my children into appearing on my show to discuss their favourite books for younger readers. I have a truly special book to start this episode with today. It will not be lost on any of you who've been following this show for a while that I do review quite a few books set in and around the Second World War because it is the period that I most commonly write about as well as read about. But I do try to keep it as varied as possible. The one subject area within the Second World War that I always find very difficult is the Holocaust. And even though Viktor Frankl's book is probably... I won't say my favourite book, but the book that has had the hugest influence on me, and that is about his experiences in Auschwitz. But generally speaking, I tend to find myself wimping out of reading and reviewing books about Auschwitz in particular, because I just find it too emotionally distressing. I think it's a very important subject for us to be discussing and reading and writing about, but... What I found was I I used to watch films like Schindler's List and La Vita Bella and all of this without any trouble. Then I became a parent. And I don't know if any other parents listening experienced this, but when my first baby was just a few months old, we attempted to watch a film about the life of John Paul II. It's called Carol. It's a very good film. If you have not watched it, I don't want to put you off because it is very very well put together and I think it was partly funded by the Polish government but it is atrocity after atrocity after atrocity it starts at the beginning of the war that is the invasion of Poland and about a third of the way through there's a a very harrowing scene where people are being forced onto trains and a child gets killed and I just went to pieces now I'm the sort of person who cries in sad films. You either do or you don't. It's entirely temperament-based. But I was completely hysterical. I just couldn't stop crying. And I talked to my health visitor about this the next day. You know, we we all get designated a health visitor in the UK when we have a baby. It's really for the welfare of the child. But it also you tend to form a pretty good relationship with your health visitor and they do look after the mother as well. And I said, I think I'm going mad. You know, I I was watching a sad film and I just fell apart and we had to switch it off. And she said, well, you know, you've just had a baby. So your hormones are going to be all over the place. Don't worry about that too much. But bear in mind, you are now a parent. And if you see violence towards children depicted on film, it is going to affect you on a much more personal level than it has ever done before. It's not that you didn't care about violence towards children before you had children yourself, but all your maternal protective instincts will suddenly just erupt and you you will just find you simply can't deal with it the way you used to. And I have found that to be the case. I very rarely watch war films or films that I know are going to involve a lot of violence, particularly violence to children. And 
whereas I do read a lot of books about the war, I tend to avoid anything which involves children suffering because I just find it it hits me on such a visceral level I just can't deal with it. And someone was asking me the other day, he said, well, you write books where awful violent things happen, including to children. How, how does that work? And the point is, I think that if I'm writing something, I'm sort of in control. I can stop. I can make the story happen differently. I just feel I can decide what I put on the paper. Whereas there is the element of surprise about reading and about watching. You don't quite know what's going to come jumping out at you. That's how I justify it anyway. I may, I may be completely wrong. It may just be that something happens on an emotional level that's different when you're writing. I don't, I don't know. But as soon as I saw a book with the word Auschwitz in it, I found myself just backing off a little bit. However, my interest in this particular subject has been piqued recently because The Saboteur of Auschwitz, new title for a new edition of the book, the first edition I think was called Spectator in Hell, it's about the British POWs who were imprisoned in Auschwitz. And most people, and I did not know this till quite recently, most people do not know that there were actually Britons imprisoned in Auschwitz. They have been completely erased from the history. And I don't think there was any nefarious reason why that happened. I think it was just not something people expect.